0: Oh, well, good day, everyone, and welcome to All Talk with uh, Jason Mike. And I can tell you that we are broadcasting today from a magnificent location generated down at uh, the Britomart, and I tell you what, Mike, we've uh, broadcast from a few places now, yeah. but this is top quality. We've got beautiful views across the harbour. Yeah. The staff have been absolutely amazing. They've made us all coffees. They've got fresh water for us. Mate, I'm stoked with the service thus far.
1: It's bloody good, isn't it? And you've also got your, uh, your Wi-Fi. There's all sorts of plugs here. I've got all my gadgets plugged in. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed, mate, but we've actually got a telescope. I did notice that, actually. Yeah, yeah. So and that's pointed directly. At, I saw you were having a Look through, it. and I don't know if that's what you should be doing with a telescope. Well, look,
0: well, I mean, the idea of a telescope, in my defence, Mike, is that you look through it. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, I, I don't know yeah. about you, but if I find myself in a room with a telescope that's high up, I can't help but scan the landscape outside just to see what's going on in the world. That's right. Just to get an idea of what people are doing. It's always great. I always like catching people in a domestic situation. Yeah. Because I, I find that when you're looking through the telescope, watching that. Domestic situation, you know, I find that something appealing about it. Well, there's,
1: it's, it's the actor in you, isn't it, Jace? You yeah, know, for sure. it's, it's that human behavior that, you know, they don't know that they're being watched. So they're so honest in what
0: they're doing. And, uh, you know, does that make you a perv? Sure, it does. Oh, well, some people would say I'm yeah, yeah, a perv. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been times, but because of my acting, um, I was like pronounced acting. Acting. Um, I'm a real observer of people. And I genuinely am. So often, you know, like my wife and I will go out to dinner and I'll be at a restaurant and I'll just be observing people. Mm. And my wife can actually take a bit of an issue with that. She right. thinks I'm on some sort of perv sort of scenario. Yeah. It's not that at all. I'm just learning my craft sure. whilst enjoying quality food. It is it is odd that you're, you're, generally speaking,
1: you're observing, you know, woman. Woman, yes. And you've never played a woman, though. So I don't know, you know. Where you're applying the things that you're learning exactly?
0: Well, I like—I I just like to get different perspectives. Sure. Uh, and and can I just correct you? I have played a woman, ah. uh, actually, many many years ago. Ah. Not well. Uh, when you've got a voice like mine, it's very difficult. Now what to was come the? Uh, now I think I, I remember. I,
1: I, <laughs> I think I remember this. Was this as part of your uh, comedy troupe? Yes. That you're in, Sugar and Spice. Yeah. And what,
0: were the na- what were the names of those characters? Oh, we had uh, Lucy Tuesday. Yeah, sure. Uh, we had the Quintelli Sisters. Yeah, the Quintelli Sisters. Give me a, a little a little bit of that. A bit of the Quintelli's? Yeah. Okay. How's it going, honey? You look absolutely Fantastic. They were great characters actually I loved them uh, They were two old sort of Hollywood queens Sure You know, who had, had gone through And basically made love to everyone in Hollywood uh, That had some drug issues as well and, and, and liked a G&T at the end of the day Well, throughout the day to be honest Excellent Yeah, yeah So I actually have played woman in my defence Yeah um, sure, and sure, I haven't seen any particular woman Like the Quintelli no. sisters But certainly what I've learnt From just general observation Sure Um um, that, that has helped me in my acting career. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hey, and, and coincidentally, um, it is our woman's special today. It is our woman's special today. Uh, and I'm know. really excited about that, mate, because I was concerned because we asked women to, to write into the show and, mm. and let us know what they wanted to know about it in terms of advice and so forth. We were inundated. Oh, we
1: were. We were inundated because you know you sort of get a feeling that it's mostly blokes out there judging by the stuff that comes in, and I think once that you've set that that pattern, other listeners feel a little bit left out, and so they don't even try sending things in. Sure, um, you know, women obviously you know um, sort of typically lazy as well, so they don't bother. Mm. You know, that plays a part in it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's poured in, absolutely poured in. We've got some brilliant questions coming in, so we'll be. Getting uh getting through those here at here at Generator. Now generator, just so I can tell you, joke, yeah, Just you do. this is a shared workspace. Yeah. So what you can do is you can hire desks and all that sort of carry on without having to pay, you know, to rent a massive office. Yeah. You know, if you're popping into town you get a hot desk or that sort of carry on. So yeah.
0: We'll be using it from here on out, I think. Yeah, they're great stuff, mate. Hey, just on the, uh, the stuff that's been pouring in from all the women across the world, uh, we've got some feedback, and I, I, I want to read that if I sure. could be so bold. Good to hear you back, boys. By the way, I am really wrong, and I certainly would never admit it, but I would apologize. Hope that clarifies the female perspective for you, Donna, over the insta.
1: Sure, let's just break that down again. So sure. I am really wrong yes. as opposed to really wrong. Um, yeah. I would never admit it if I ever was wrong, and yep. I certainly wouldn't apologize. So yeah, that that's certainly that's been my experience. Is that your
0: experience? But I think you've misread that. Oh yeah? But I would apologise. Oh, she would apologise. She, she says... credit where credit's due. Yeah, good to hear you back. By the way, I am really wrong, and I certainly would never admit it, but I would apologise. Right. So, so, so the question has to be then, Mike, yeah. from, uh, uh, with Donna over the Insta, um, if you would never admit you were wrong, mm. one could gather from that that you would never therefore apologise. Exactly. Um, so that's kind of... She, she's well, been caught out, if I can put it this way, she's been caught out in her own life.
1: Well, yeah, Well, what she's saying is uh, she would um, say that she was sorry, but she would never say the words, I was wrong. Yeah, oh, right. You remember the two parts to the uh, discussion Oh, yeah sure, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's what she's saying. Yeah. So,
0: so, so what, what she's saying is, um, you know, I'm right. Yes. And I'm not wrong, but I'm perhaps sorry that we've... Had, had this have, disagreement. Yeah, have yeah, this yeah. disagreement. We've had this argument. But let me just clarify, I'm not wrong. It's a fairly
1: typical thing, isn't it? It's, um, I'm sorry you feel that way.
0: Yeah, th- there, that's the nub. Yeah. Therein, yeah. that is the nub, yeah. right there. Yeah. Um, it's been really interesting to hear your perspective on it. Sure. But... Um, And and I find it interesting that you see it that way. Mm. And I apologise that there's been some conflict, but there is no admission in any way, shape or form that I have in fact been wrong.
1: Do you find it harder to say the words... Do you you say,
0: I'm sorry, or do you say, I apologise? Are you talking about me personally? I'm asking you, yeah. Um, Look, as I say, it, it reaches a point where unless you do apologise in some way, shape or fashion, it goes on and on. I agree. And, and you're in that situation whereby you're having to deal with that awkward silence in the lounge. Yeah. You pass each other by in the house, nothing is oh. said. You know. So I'm, I'm quite happy to say I apologise. Sure. Just so that we can move on. Yes. To give her the out.
1: Right. So rather than saying you're sorry – Yeah. You'll say, I apologise. See, I apologise to me is terminology you use when you don't mean it. Yes. But you say I'm sorry when you actually, you mean it.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what's really effective, and this is what I do. I actually stop my wife when she's walking past me, and I put my hand on her shoulders, and I look her in the eyes. Shake her? Give her a good shake. No, no, I just gently put my hand on her shoulders, and I say, Darling, I apologise. Can I clarify, though? I don't specify exactly what I'm apologising for, Yeah. simply that I apologise. Yes. And that's enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? She goes, oh. Is it enough? Well, it's her assumption, of course, that I am apologising for whatever, you know, head-to-head we've just previously had. Yeah. Could be something completely unrelated to that.
1: I spilled a cup of coffee in the the lounge. I'm actually apologising for that. So you say, I apologise, and then in your head, You used to think to yourself, for spilling that cup of coffee. Yes. But she doesn't hear that bit, does she? Yeah. Because you just thought it.
0: I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's quite good. I apologise... I was very average in bed last night, for mm. example. You know, I, yeah, yeah, you know, I wasn't yeah, yeah. concentrating. Yeah. Um, I didn't give you my full commitment. I was thinking about uh, the latest T20 final. Person or, on or, the other end of that your telescope. Yeah, or, you know, mowing my lawns. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I often think about mowing my yeah. lawns while I'm making love. So I say, I apologize, I just don't specify. Yeah, and and it's interesting. Donna's saying essentially the same thing, isn't she? Yes. So next time, my wife, because she she says to me occasionally, I apologise. Next time she says that to me, I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. Because I know. Or or what I'll say is for what? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. What are you apologising for?
1: Yeah. I need some more information. I
0: I want some specifics. Yes. You apologise specifically, my love, for what? Exactly. Yeah. Thank
1: you. So the first thing we're going to do here is a bit of the old relationship chat. I think she's cheating on me. It's Relationship Advice with Jace and Mike. Hey boys, chasing a bit of advice. Me and the missus have been together for six years now and have decided it's finally time to take the big step and expand our family of two up to three by way of a dog. Problem is she has her heart set on adopting while I'm leaning more towards getting that perfect puppy with no pre-existing issues. I have no issue with adopting, but if it means I'd have to settle for some bastard mixed mutt with deep underlying issues, I'd rather not. Am I in the wrong for wanting a nice, beautiful designer dog to be by my side for the next 14 years or so? Cheers, boys, and that's from Fine over the Instagram. Now, there'll be people that are confused about this. I think this is a lesbian lady. Right, okay. Okay, so that's not from a guy saying, my missus. I think it's from a, a lady saying from a missus, right? Two, what was, two what was her name again? Well, it, it was—it's not an actual name, but it's find something or other. It was a weird, weird name. Okay, it was, yeah. a, it was a pseudonym, it, a nom de plume.
0: Yeah, okay, nice. So essentially, what she's saying is, I don't want a munty dog. I want a pretty. Um, a thoroughbred yeah. dog with no underlying yeah. issues, because we've discussed this on uh, previous podcasts. Whereby, uh, strangely enough, the more munty the animal uh, in terms of the SPCA, the more popular they are. Case in point, your tripod cat. That's right. That's um, right. I mean, which I've always found interesting because we we talked about the factor of the sympathy factor that already exists when you go to the SPCA. Yes, you know what I mean. You, yeah. you feel because they've been abandoned, yeah. so there is it. But you ch- you chop a leg off. You know, and it's a little bit more, Monty. That sympathy factor once again goes up up the scale. A little sure. Bit. And
1: I've I've had some some thinking about that. You know, I sort of see them as being defective, so I wouldn't I would never want one. But the advantage of having one of those is you don't have to take them for
0: walks because
1: I loathe the I loathe the walk. Yeah. I don't like taking the dog for a walk. I don't want to go for a walk. So if they're a three legged, it would be cruel to take them for a walk. Sure. Funny. Yeah. But cruel. Um, so I've I see the advantage Can I just that. say though,
0: I've never taken a cat for a walk—a three-legged cat. Have or, you not? No, or a four-legged cat. But no. But I know you, in this particular occasion, we're talking about puppies.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was specifically thinking about puppies. Although that said, when I used to live on Oriental Parade, there was a an elderly lady that had a Perj- a white Persian cat. Right. Okay. And she, uh, she lived in uh, one of the apartment buildings there, and she used to take that cat for a walk on a leash. Right.
0: And uh, that was weird. Yeah, it is a little bit weird. I've seen people walking their cats. It is a a strange phenomenon. On on a leash, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, and what I find really weird too is is what often uh, happens too is that people adopt old dogs. Yeah, you know what I mean. That whose families have moved somewhere and they can't have them any, and you get this rat ass old mutt (laughs) that's got you know horrendous health issues. I mean, already I'm seeing the vet bill go you know, out of control. Yeah. I mean, I can't understand that philosophy.
1: No. No, I mean, you know, people are real charity cases, aren't they, with that sort of stuff? Yeah. It's that, you know, really the the need to help that much. I don't get it. You know, somebody, I think it was in Harvara over the last week or so, went round to somebody's – actually, it was Tim's – went round to somebody's house. This couple had 48 cats. Mm. And she went round there, and it's cost her – stole essentially all these cats, took them to the vet, and it's cost her thousands of dollars Yeah, in vet bills when she could have just set the house on fire.
0: Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Problem I totally, solved. I, I totally know, you're dealing, I know what you, you know, mean.
1: You're dealing with the cat issue. You're dealing with the owner issue who, who insists on collecting all of these cats. You know, just nip it in the bud.
0: Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I, I, I can understand where she's coming from. I, I'm like you, Mike. I don't want a defective creature no I, I, I don't want to be forking out money uh, for a defective creature especially someone that it's it, it's
1: like paying the you know the hospital bills um, you know of a complete stranger
0: well that's right you know and and, and the other thing that you've um, got to think about when you when you have a dog mm. is the aesthetic yes of the dog yes you know what I mean and and I don't want a munty looking dog no I mean uh, there's a lot pugs I hate pugs Um Labradoodles, yeah, I hate those. Yeah, bulldogs, the bulldogs. No, they either. slobber this, all over the, the place. Slobbering. And I don't like an excessively, uh, I don't like an excessively hairy dog. No, because they just leave shit everywhere.
1: That's right. You know, you can't wear any um, sort of black. I mean, our dog's got you know, white hair, and it's just black. it just leaves white hair all over your uh, yeah. upholstery, all yeah. over your jeans, all that yeah. sort of thing. You look, you know, and you know, I remember when I met my wife, and she's covered in dog hair. Yeah,
0: you know, and yeah, yeah and I. I I looked past it. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. You know? Of course oh, you yeah, I was charitable as far as that went. She's then, got a, can I just make an observation about you? She's your got dog? a lovely coat. Yeah, she does have a lovely coat. And she's got a bit of ginger ging in there, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 She's
1: got gin. Funnily enough, you know, they say that um, dogs look like their owners and vice versa. Yes. Um, you know, and it wasn't my dog, it was the wife's. But then I know, you know, you started talking to me about my
0: bulging eyes. Yeah. And my dog's got bulging eyes. Well, I would recall, Mike, and I, and I don't believe that you're on Facebook anymore, but your Facebook picture was of your dog. Oh, yeah. And I just thought, my God, that's amazing how much you look like your dog, which is, as you point out, quite strange because it isn't actually your dog. No. Um so maybe that's why I got with
1: the wife. Yeah. Was because I could see myself in, in her dog. In her dog, yeah. yeah. And maybe... Because i got a
0: bit of ginger in me as well. Well, conversely, maybe that's what your wife saw in you. Ah. That she could see a bit of her dog uh-huh. in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But getting back to the point and the, the case in hand... From Fine. From Fine. Yeah. I, I totally understand where she's coming from. Sure. I would insist upon... Ah. ...a purebred... Lovely cute puppy.
1: Sure. Um you know But then the problem that comes with this, Jace, is uh you know, how much you're willing to pay for this dog. Mm. Because as soon as you get into that stuff, you see. you know, I had a mate who paid six hundred bucks each for a couple of cats, twelve hundred dollars for a couple of Burmese or whatever that Yeah, was. that's just stupid. It's lunacy. And Burmese
0: overrated. Uh. Massively overrated. Uh, four legs? Yeah. I mean, how many do you need? Yeah, Exactly showing off with all well, the. Well, I mean, in fairness, if they, it had been a three-legged Burmese, it might have been you know four fifty. Yeah, what, well, probably double the price. Uh, well, yeah, maybe do- double the price, twelve hundred a, a pop. Um, but I can certainly relate to the desire to start off in the proper fashion. Mm. You don't want to start off behind the eight ball. No. I.e., you get the you get this little puppy. It's dribbling everywhere. Maybe it's coat is manky. Yeah. Um, it probably smells. Sure. Well, um, they, they
1: clean it up down there. But they, when you go to the SPCA, that's what I like about the place. At least it reeks down there.
0: Yeah, it does. God, it stinks. Died of
1: dog wheeze. Oh, well, yeah. Just and cat wheeze. Animals, and they're all yelping. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it's um, it's a foul place. It is a foul place.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they've
1: generally got um, birds down there as well. Peck- I hate Picking out their
0: feathers. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it is true, you know, if you're having to save a dog... If you're having to save a dog, then what's happened that it needs saving? Because obviously they're the one, they say that they're looking after animals, but you're saving it from them killing it. Yes. So
0: how good are they if,
1: you know, well, you better adopt this, otherwise we're going to kill it.
0: Yeah. Well, there's
1: a fair amount of pressure there.
0: Well, there is, and it's like holding a gun to your head, really, isn't it? It is. I mean, if you don't adopt... Well, it's holding
1: a gun to the dog's head. Or to head.
0: the dog's head and say, if you don't adopt this dog... I'm pulling the trigger. I'm pulling the trigger, mate. <laughs> yeah. It's all over bar the, bar the barking. Yeah. I say to them, go on then. Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, oh, I dare you yeah, to. Yeah,
1: I go down there every day. I dare you. Yeah, and I've never gone go over on. the dog. Yeah. Ever. Um, Shots ring out, man. Shots yeah. ring out when I go down there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As
0: you walk into the car park. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I've talked about in the past, you know, my, my uncle who's a farmer. Mm. You know what they do when the dog comes to the end of its reign. Yeah. There's no, uh, no, you know, it's the back paddock. That's right. There's no loyalty whatsoever. No. You know, but the
1: trouble is when you're adopting uh, a dog as well, you know, and you get it home and it seems lovely. It's happy. It's, you know, it's licking you. It's, you know. <clears throat> well, you've saved its life, mate. Effect. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, and I love a dog. Then you get at home, everything's going great, great with the kids, all this sort of thing. You know, perfect. What a great dog. Then one day somebody with, you know, red shorts walks by and it just completely loses its mind and attacks the person. Because it turns out that, you know, somebody with red shorts kicked it when it was a puppy. Yeah, yeah. And it never, ever forgets it. Yeah. You know, so... They've got these deep psychological problems, which you're not going to know about until the last possible moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know? And then you have to deal with that. And then you're getting animal psychologists in. Yeah. You know, this is what your, – your your dog is traumatized. I mean, I'm not putting up with that sort of shit. No. It's interesting because I, I've mentioned in, in, in past uh, podcasts that my dog is actually racist, mm. uh, cannot and will not abide poodles. No. It sees a poodle – and goes absolutely apeshit. Yeah, and I don't know if that's from when it was a puppy. Maybe it was attacked by a poodle. Yeah, you know, or a labradoodle.
1: Well, they're just offensive, aren't they? Well, they're, they're stupid dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, my daughter
0: a... the other day was talking about how she wants to adopt a labradoodle, and I just said that's not happening. I'm not. Oh, I look, do not
1: can... accept that. Yeah, you can get out of my house. Yeah, get out is exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah. I said, Mike.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Well, it's it's a uh, yeah. It's a bit of a tough one, really. It's. Um, I mean,
0: is it? I think it's a really easy one. You well, go but, for the it's
1: the, but it's the money side of things, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's it? true. So if you've got the cash, absolutely. But then the, the point is not so much what do you go for, it's how do you...
0: Tell your partner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how do you
1: persuade? And, of course, the trick is just go out and buy a dog. There you go. You know, discussion over. Yes. Because then you think, because she's all about saving animals, your partner. Yeah. And so you go out, you buy a dog, and she goes, but well, we we're going to get one from the um, from the shelter," And you go, okay, well, I guess we'll just have to... Take, take this, this little one, one back to the shelter.
0: Yeah, because that—that's a great idea, and it was what I was going to suggest as well. You just go out and buy the cutest pure breed puppy. Yeah, and you bring it home. No one's going to turn that puppy down. No, you know. And, and if you—if her partner says, "We're you know, I, we were going to get a rescue dog," you go, "Okay." You go. I'll I'll take this little one back. She yeah. was all by herself. Well, just the,
1: you know, just oh, okay, oh. Take it out the back. Have your shotgun ready. Yeah, yeah, And just, you know, take it out the back, around the back of the I'm shed. I'm
0: going out into the back garden, I may be, sometime. Yeah. Yeah. I'll come back alone. Yeah, that sort of stuff's good. So, yeah, get a rifle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is getting a bit costly, but you ultimately end up with what you want. Yeah, the important um, thing is that you get your way. But fine, what a great, what a great question, and thanks for sending it in. Can I crack into another one, Mike? Yeah, should you.
1: General chat with Jason Mike.
0: G'day fellas. In response to your request for questions from the female viewers, here's one for you. Just a note there, you're a listener, alright? Yes. You're not a viewer? Yes, good point. It's very hard to hold the attention of my boyfriend when I'm trying to have a conversation about day-to-day things that involve me, such as work, friendship gossip, or just generally what I've been up to chat. The one time I have seen him most attentive is when he religiously listens to your podcast. In fact, he enjoys it so much that I am not allowed to speak until until it is finished and by then I'm tired and have little to no energy to converse much further. And that got me thinking do you have any top tips for females trying to draw the attention of their partners away from the things that they become simply engrossed in to become more interested in the uh, in the beings of a female? Much appreciated, eagerly awaiting a response, Claudia. Over the email, yeah, she came through over the email.
1: Thanks so much, Claudia. <sighs> Yeah. Firstly, um,
0: can I just say how stoked I am that her, that her boyfriend listens to the podcast oh, yeah. and is obviously loving the podcast. Yeah. That's a big tick in his box straight well, away.
1: Well, you know, this is the thing, though. Is he or is it the lesser of two evils? He either listens to us or he has to listen to Claudia rabbiting on about work, friendship, gossip, and what I've been up to, chat. Yeah. Because I can tell you what the least interesting thing about you, Claudia, other things that you've got to say, let me just let me just say that right up front, and uh, that'll vary. Does your wife listen to this
0: podcast? Yeah, she does. Well, you know, you yeah. see, I'm in, I'm in the really advantageous position of my where my my wife doesn't. Yeah. You well, see, you've so thought
1: that about the radio show, and then she texted in. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. The other day, yeah.
0: That was a bit of a shocker. It well, was. Uh, incidentally, that's the only time she's listened to the radio show. Right. By the way. Right. Um, that's what so, she says. So can I can I paraphrase in a way the point that you're making? Essentially what you're saying is perhaps this boyfriend isn't necessarily listening to the podcast. He is simply putting it on to signify to Claudia, hey, I can't listen to you right now. I've got the podcast on. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a bluff from him. Yeah. Just for a bit of peace and quiet.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, coming home from work, you know, it's not interesting, is it? People talking about what happens at work. Mm. And I don't care where you work. No. Nobody cares about what happened at work. Oh, you won't believe what, you know, Judith said to John. It's like, well, I know I wouldn't believe it and I wouldn't be interested in hearing it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because it will be something really boring. Yeah. Guaranteed. And and, and then you find yourself... Drawn into this vacuous vortex where you where you feel obliged to sort of, you know, Act. look as though you're paying attention. And that you care. And acting that, like and, you care. And, and, and that you care, and you ask questions like, oh, which one's Claudia? Uh, which one's Judith again? You know what I mean? And, you, I've and told you, you've met Judas. Yeah. She's been around here. You remember? You immediately regret asking the question. Exactly. Yeah. And so, that, and that just
1: goes round and round. So, if, as soon as you show interest, then you're only encouraging it, aren't you? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not saying that it's any different the other way around. Mm. You know? Do you think you know Claudia? When you don't listen to him when he's um, going on about the cricket, yeah. or whatever it might be, you know, there's no doubt that he's gotten to the point now where he doesn't talk to you about the cricket. Yeah, because oh, he sure. knows you don't care. Yeah. So, why do you persist in talking about your work, um, your friends, um, your hopes, your dreams? I mean, he doesn't care. Mm. And why would he?
0: Well, the interesting thing is, and, you know, she talks about f- friend gossip, everyday work chat. I mean, maybe Claudia needs to actually review. What she wants to talk about with her boyfriend Because as you stated He's not interested in that Mm -hmm. We're not interested in that Yeah You know Um, And also you know
1: It sounds like he's having an affair Yeah You know Yeah yeah It sounds like you know If he's not interested in um, The things that make you tick The things that you find interesting I mean it's possible that he loved you at the start Yeah uh, But you've come home with all this boring chat And slowly you've just put him off
0: yeah, well, I I wonder um, because I'm trying to visualise the situation as you know I like to do, Mike, whether or not the boyfriend is putting on headphones, for example. Yeah, you know what I mean. And actually, this he's not even listening to the no, podcast. No, he just puts on the headphones as a signal to say to his partner Claudia, I. I'm listening to stuff. Sorry, babe. Yeah. I can't actually... You
1: know, the cable just
0: goes down, down, down. Down, it's under just, the coffee table, yeah, and there's nothing there. Yeah, hanging off... You know, it's hanging on the floor there. Yeah, that's why you... You see, that's why I went for the cableless headphone. Sure. Um, because then you, you can pretend like it's just playing... Yeah, it's Bluetooth, you know, Bluetooth, Bluetooth yeah, yeah, through yeah, the yeah. thing, and you don't have to have the cable. Because I got caught out like that. Right. Uh, I remember once you know, saying to my father, I was listening to music. Oh, sorry, babe, i are just going to listen to some music. And yeah. she was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then she picked up the chord and just meticulously followed it to the end, upon which she discovered it was connected to nothing. Mm. Uh, that wasn't uh, wasn't a great scenario. I apologised to her. Well,
1: you just thought it was a gap between the songs, well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. On well, I
0: I apologised to her, Mike. But once again, as we stated at the start of this podcast, I actually didn't apo- apologise specifically <laughs> About the fact that I actually wasn't listening to anything, I just yeah. didn't want to listen to him. Yeah, so I
1: apologise. Yeah, I apologise for apologize, not but... that into something. Yeah, 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 doing a bit better job of it. Yeah, so it's it's probable that um, that your partner here is, you know, he just needs a bit of quiet time to just think about how he's going to back out of this relationship. Yeah. Um, so you can probably give him that time, I'd say. Or you know, ju- you know, our advice is always get in there before before they do. Yeah. You know, um, you know, why don't you jump in there and say, "I'm out." Hey, I've got something to talk to you about, and he goes, oh, God. Here we go. Here we go again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Blah, blah, blah. and Actually, no, it's not blah, blah, blah this time. I'm leaving you. Yeah. You know, and once he, you know.
0: Suck on that.
1: And once he stops, you know, yahooing and cheering and whooping
0: and hollering. Yeah.
1: You know, you can work out how to um, share custody of your dog.
0: Yeah, and also you know to fire up all your assets and stuff. Yeah. In fact, what you what you need to do actually before you do that is start doing that anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just start putting stuff in boxes. You know, because I can, I can be. I can guarantee you he won't notice. No. Because uh, he's he's reached that point in his life where everything's tedious and yep. he really can't be bothered. Uh, he'll just assume you're doing shit and and that way you're ahead of the game.
1: Totally. Just start putting things in storage. Yeah. Um, I guess in terms of, you know, there's a couple of um, stages to this question here. There's a couple of parts. Do you have any top tips for females trying to draw the attention of their partners away from the things that they uh, become simply engrossed in to become more interested in the beans of a female? Right. So we've sort of, sort of, you know, we've actually given you advice on something you hadn't even asked about then. Um. Yeah, so call if, it if, bonus advice, mate. So if your question really is, you know, if I am boring, how do I get my boyfriend to be interested or to feign being interested
0: in me? Yes. What, what would you do there, Jace?
1: Can you even do it? Can it be
0: done? Oh look, you know, um <laughs> I'm loath to do this and I'm loath to suggest it's sex chat. Hmm. Um you know, I, I don't know about you. I, I'm I'm a big believer in discussing our sexuality and where we are and what what we can do and try. I prefer to ignore it. Yeah, I oh, do. You? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's the only thing that really interests me. Right. Uh, generally, well, she speaking. could start
1: getting into the cricket.
0: Oh yes, she could. You know, Why don't you start showing some interest in the things that he likes? like can, cricket this podcast? Can I just Can I just make an argument against that though? Oh yeah, nothing gets on my goat more. Yeah, than when my wife starts talking to me about cricket. No, you are right um, because that just makes me angry. Um, you know, because uh, does this ring a bell to you, mind? What does it mean when oh, yeah. the batsman is is head on his leg thing, and what's LBW yeah.
1: that sort of thing, or or you know they walk in, everybody's dressed in white, who's winning?
0: Yeah. You know, day one of the one. test. Day one of the test. Halfway match. through the day. Yeah. 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 Nah. You know.
1: Nah. How many times have I told you? Yes. You know. Yeah. And then, I, you know, there's a lot of screaming goes on in the house. Yeah. I mean, how do you draw their attention away? You know, a shallower man would say, you know, dress sexy.
0: Yeah. A very shallow man would suggest that, Mike. And as I say, I was very reluctant to bring up the whole sex chat thing. Oh, uh, I shouldn't have. I love it when you bring it up. The sex you know, chat. I, sh- I should have. I should have apologized right there and then. Or holding a bowl of chips. Right. Okay. You know. Yeah. Dips are always good. Yeah. Yeah. And snacks. Yeah. Um, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they say, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so you're saying that what she should do maybe is, while he's listening to our pos- uh, our podcast, supposedly, yeah, she turn up with a bowl of chips and dip, yeah, and dressed and- dressed in a nice tracksuit, right? Yeah, yeah, and just place it down there. Don't even yeah. don't you know the most effective thing you can do is ignore it. Yeah, you know, put the food down there, mm-hmm. just walk away. Yeah, and he'll be like, "What? Well, oh, she's not." Yeah, you've got to get that mystery. Go- Why she? Yeah. She didn't say anything to me. Yeah. Why is she doing something selfless? Yes. Or thoughtful. Yes. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. who's Who's she rooting? Well, you know, it's like when you bring your wife flowers. Just out of the goodness of your heart. Yeah. What have you done? Sorry, I, I thought I'd do something nice for my wife. Yeah. What have you done? Yeah. I haven't done anything, darling. I just thought, you like these flowers? I saw them there at the uh, Caltex, and, next, and uh, yeah. I thought I'd buy you some lovely carnations. How many
1: times have you bought your wife flowers, and the next thing you know, you're apologising?
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Look, I apologise. It was wrong of me, and I'll never do it again. To marry you. <laughs> Yeah, it it really is. I mean, and I think at the end of the day, this could drift on for years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're 45, you're 50, you're 55, 60, and and you think to yourself, bloody Nora, Yeah. how do we end up here? Yeah, is your wife's name Nora? No, it's not Nora. And why is she bloody? It's a turn of phrase. It's
1: it's part of our vernacular. It is. No, you're right. Now, well... um, yeah, Claudia, it's, um, it, it's difficult. At the end of the day, if your stories aren't interesting, he's not going to listen to you. No. Um, or if you're not a good match for each other, he's not going to listen to you. No. You know, my wife and I have great yarns, and I'm sure you do Yes. with yours. If you're a good match, so it sounds like this is a, is, you know, it's time to call it, mate. Yeah. You know, if it's to the point, look, if you're emailing us asking us for advice about how to get the attention of your boyfriend, then I'm sorry, but it's over. Yeah. You know. Take, well, it, it, take it round the back of the shed yeah. and put a bullet in it.
0: Yeah. You know, she's call done. it. Yeah. You know, and, and sometimes, you know, people might think that we're a little bit harsh. But we're just telling it like it is, Mike. And and interestingly enough, you know, when I when we read that out, that's that was my gut yeah, straight initial away. straight away. Yeah. I went it's over. Yeah. Uh, he's having an affair, he's not interested, just get it get it over with. You know, and sometimes yeah. we can be guilty of maybe mm. um, fart-assing around the edges of an issue. That's ship, right. But I'd rather cut to the heart of it. Yeah.
1: I mean, and, a lot of people would want to, you know, sort of protect Claudia's feelings. Yes. I'm
0: not. No. Well, you know, and I I consider us realists, Mike. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, the writing's on the wall. Yeah. I mean, I, I would suggest he's not only having an affair, it's been a long-term affair. Oh, yeah. It's been going on for a long time. And it
1: feels like it might be, you know, you know with a man. I don't know why I'm getting that by. Right. Okay. Well sure. Um, just that he's, you know, he's not interested in anything you were saying and he's listening to us on our podcast on the podcast on repeat. You know, you're not young forever, Claudia. No. Or Claudia. Um, so, you know, if this guy's not doing it, then you've got to move on to the next one as quick as you can. And I just quick-fire, go through all his mates and see which one's the best fit. Yeah. You know, start shopping now. Yes, do. You know? And it's like it's like getting a new job. You know, never, ever leave a job without your new one lined up.
0: Sure. You know, you want to yeah, jump straight from advice. one job
1: into another job. Yeah. You know.
0: So, so essentially what we're saying, Claudia, don't even try. Mm. Call it now. Yeah. Um, but you've got a little bit of time to do a bit of prep. Yeah. See what's out there.
1: Yeah. So it's that got a you, brother?
0: you can just jump from one to the other and just get it done. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, hopefully that helps you out, Claudia. What have we got next here, Mike? Um, well, this feels like it's uh, it's a relationship as well. Mm. Um, I had a feeling when we when we decided to have a, a, a woman's special, Mm. that it was going to be very heavily relationship-based. Yeah. i imagine you, we've talked about pets as well, but we in have. a way, that was relationship that as was, well. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, dear Jason Mike, my boyfriend has an obscene amount of foreskin. Sometimes when we are neck deep in the art of making love, I'm skin deep in his hooded monster. It's caused no end of difficulties for the both of us. He often interrupts me to tell me that it's twisted again. I feel like like I'm stuck in a rock in a hard place, so to speak. Hmm. In a rock in a hard place? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. You've got your turn of phrase a bit skew if there, Ruth. Do I tell him to get circumcised, or do I just make the most out of what I have got here? And that's from Ruth on the Instagram. Well, you've got another option there, Ruth. Just leave. Yeah. You know. Um, Yeah, that's Ruth on
0: the Instagram. What do you reckon, mate? Well, I think... um First and foremost, starting off, the male genitalia generally is not an attractive thing. No. Um, but can I also make the point that an uncircumcised male genitalia is a grotesque thing? And if we're talking about excessive flap, uh, if we're talking about excessive skin, it's you know, we were talking about pug dogs earlier. Yeah. You know, it's a very yes. similar kind of look. I mean, it's disgusting. Let's be honest about it. Um, and I and I know that you've had your own issues with foreskins, Mike, and we yeah. won't we won't get into that. Um, but I can totally understand where she's coming from. Yeah. Um, you know, a sort of hooded armadillo kind mm. of scenario mm. is very unattractive. Yeah. A- a- and it's concerning me that that in the throes of their lovemaking, it's becoming twisted. Yeah. Uh, that really does reek of of excessive foreskin. Yeah. Yeah. And I worry, too, about the cleanliness of the foreskin. Yeah. You know, is he cleaning the foreskin? Because there can be a lot of bacteria trapped in an sure. excessive foreskin. Well, she,
1: you know, Ruth doesn't mention the smell. Yeah. But, um, you know, there's there's potentially one there. And, you know, it sounds like it's more trouble than it's worth. Um, I, uh, you know, I had a traumatic um, circumcision. Um, so I've, I've been on both sides of the fence. You know, had a foreskin for. Well, it was forced upon you, wasn't it? uh, Well, yeah, for twelve years, and medical circumstances meant that I had no choice but to get circumcised. So I've been, I've had, you know, I've had it both ways, and uh, yeah, I'd say go with the circumcision. Yeah, but of course, the trouble, Ruth, you know, that's not your decision. Uh, It's up to him. You can tell him, but he might not want to. People, you know, men get attached to their, to their foreskins. Oh, of course they they do. Yeah, Yeah, sure, sure. It's a part of who they are. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a, you know, I've got a, well, I still have a mate. Um, you know, he, he's he got this sort of an issue excessive foreskin. Yeah. And he can fit 300 bucks worth of 10 seat pieces in his. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, it's handy. Yeah. Uh, because he doesn't like to use a well, wallet. Well, he doesn't need a belt bag, does no, he? No, he doesn't. He doesn't like to use a wallet because um, when you put it in your pocket, it, you know, it, it detracts from the shape of your bottom.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, I
1: he just, you know, he sort of carries his, um, you know, his cell phone. and
0: I'm just I'm just imagining him, you know, purchasing something at the dairy and just peeling back his foreskin and pulling out an F-Post card. <laughs> well, yeah. it
1: takes him a while because, yeah. it is, you know, it's,
0: it's, as, it's as big as a um, sleeping bag, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is a sleeping bag, isn't it? You know, yeah, and if he, if he has got, you know, that many 10-cent pieces, you know, remember the old school telephones? You know, he's constantly peeling it back. Slotting it into the thing Making a call on it um,
1: Yeah and, I, you know He'll be in the He'll be in the service station And he's sort of You know It's like a woman Rifling through a handbag He's like God I know it's in here somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah You know And he's pulling out You know Bloody shopping bags And
0: <laughs> You know and, and you don't want the scenario Because I, I, Funny you should say that Because I I did this, this This very thing today With my wife's handbag I was trying to get a the the train card, right? You know, and yeah. she said, "Oh, Your there's one. In, there. The hop card. Yeah, uh, there's one in my bag. Yeah, you to narrow that, it down. The man. amount, yeah, the yeah. amount of shit in that bag was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, and you don't want a scenario where his girlfriend's saying. Hey, can I borrow your F-Boss card? And you go, it's in my foreskin. You know what I mean? And she's having to peel it back and just try and find. You know, she's going, God, you've got too much shit in here. You know, there's <laughs> oh, old tickets, there's chewing gum. Here's a bloody remote control. Oh, here's a remote control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. God, I hope these
1: uh, this room is soundproof, Jase. Yeah,
0: absolutely. You know, and she's rifling through your foreskin trying to find, f- find your F card. It's That's not right. right. You know, a bit of
1: change for the parking and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And you've got your durries in.
0: Yeah, your durries in there, your lighter. <laughs> Christ. You know, and I often wonder, it must be a pain in the ass just in terms of from the, from the male perspective, um, you know, if you're going for a week, You're just having to do the big yeah. peel all the time. You're having to – it's like – how would you describe it? It's like...
1: It's sort of like if you're on the one of those America's... Uh, if you're on a yacht...
0: Yes. And you have to pull down the... Yeah. You know, it on that
1: thing to get the old... Um, sail, sail down. Up.
0: Yeah, or sail up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're winding it down. Yeah, it's a problem. Um, yeah. Um, and, and, that's, and that's not even taking into account the sheer visual horrendousness of yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, I mean, I'm circumcised. Can I say that? Yeah. Um, and... You know, for me, uh, I just think that's just a far more more appealing look. I mean, I didn't have a choice, of course. This happened when I was a child. Yeah. My parents went, you know, I don't know if I had an excessive foreskin. I may have. Yeah. Um, but they went, no, no, whip it off. Yeah. Uh, I was a little baby. I didn't, know, I didn't know better. Yeah, well, can I
1: say this about, you know, an uncircumcised penis? They always look like they're up to something.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, totally.
1: They always look a little bit sus. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're walking around with a hoodie on and they're trying to hide their faces. Yes. Now, What you know? No hoodies in the bank, please. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to me, I've, i you know, I see a, um, a you know massive foreskin on a on a penis, and I just think, oh, I better keep my distance from this. I can't, yeah, yeah. He's it, not a trustworthy one. I better not turn my back on this this one.
0: To be honest with you, mate, I've never really been in the position where I've had to worry about being approached by a massive foreskin. You know what I mean? So, I, I mean, I can honestly tell you that I've never walked along the street and gone, oh, hello, here's a massive foreskin. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, Take it. Or we'll just go, yeah, maybe yeah, cross yeah. the street here. Well, He's got a massive foreskin. Yeah, because
1: it could be carrying a knife in there. Well, it? there could be a knife in the foreskin for that's sure. That's right.
0: One, would hope it's in a sheath. Well, I mean, it's in a sheath, but I mean in a, a, it's a, a in sheath, sheath within, within yeah. the sheath.
1: No, no, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, <sighs> well, do you make the most of what I've got here? You know, this is what Ruth's saying. Um, I'd love to know what the preference is, actually, from a f- female perspective. Yeah. Um, and it's probably one of those things that will come out at 50-50, you'd imagine. Yeah. Um, You know, I wonder how many men out there are like us, Jase, that are circumcised in this day and age. The younger generation, I imagine, it's probably less and less.
0: Well, I, I think the au natural kind of look now is yeah. is very, you know, why... We we shouldn't excessively try and change our bodies to make mm, other people happy. Mm. But if you've got a massive foreskin flap, yeah. um, you know, I'd certainly feel self conscious about that. Yeah, uh, uh, well, at least give it a trim.
1: Yeah, you know, you don't have to get rid of the whole thing, but just you know, um, just whip off you know a couple of five inches off the end. Yeah, sure. You know, um, if it's dragging around like a rugby sock,
0: yeah, you know, totally, mate. You know, I've got a little, you know, wood chopping block out the front of my house. The little axe where I do the kindling. You know what I mean? Just get it out there. Just roll out the excess. Get the axe. Bang. Yeah. Um, get a bit of alcohol. Rub it on. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or on the, Or you could do what they do with the sheep. Oh, the those, docking. Yeah, the docking with the little yeah, rings. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Now, that's quite good. Yeah. Yeah, or, um, you know, um... If you smoke cigars Yes You know And you have those Little clippers For the end of your cigar Oh yeah Yeah um, You can just drag Old mate through there And it's quite an, quite exa- Exact then You can be quite Because you can run That up and down Go what about here What about here And, and then that way Ruth You can have a bit of input on, on it as well Sure You know And just moving it Up and down there And once you've made Your decision whack, yeah, Yeah whack it just off Just a little guillotine There isn't it Yeah but yeah you, Obviously you've got to be careful I wouldn't you know Don't have too many drinks Beforehand
0: No no, well, um, he could. Well, he can. I mean, if she's going to do it, yeah, um, he can probably, probably I'd, I'd advise him to have a few drinks. Yeah. I mean, because I imagine that that whipping off an excessive amount of foreskin would, would pinch.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Just make sure he's taken his
0: lighter out of there. Yeah. Well, you've got to empty it before you do it. And also, just make sure that the actual shaft is well back in the sheath. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You don't want to be no. cutting off the excess and the, and, the, and the fella's actually laying across or within the yeah. excess.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, if that happens, then, you know, you'll have to break up with him at that point.
0: Yeah. He's
1: uh, no use to you then at all. No. Um, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, and don't rule out breaking up with him. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it grosses you out, definitely break up with him. Yeah, but tell him.
0: Yeah. Tell him that it grosses you out. Yeah. Say, you know. look, you've got your foreskin grosses me out, Yeah, so I'm leaving you. And, and seriously, man, you just got to cut to the chase sometimes, Mike. Yeah. There's no, no point in pussyfooting around. Yeah. Your foreskin grosses me out, I'm leaving you.
1: Exactly, yeah. Well, what is it? Is it because I came home late? No, 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 no. It's your physical
0: defect. Yeah. It's your forey. Yeah. You yeah, know. I hate it, you know, and uh, I, want, I just can't do it anymore. It makes me feel sick. Yeah. It makes me nauseous.
1: Do you know? You know when we make love with the lights off? Yes. It's because of how you look now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, know? totally. And um, you know, I, I'm all for crying out during the act of lovemaking, but not, not. It's twisted again. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. You know, it, that makes me just feel petty for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Hey, well, I think that's tremendous advice, mate. And I hope that what was your name again? Um, that's Ruth. Oh, Ruth. Yeah, oh, Ruth. I hope that that uh, is of some use to you. And I tell you what, Mike, I've really enjoyed um, this woman's special. It's
1: been bloody good, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, and, and,
0: and I want... I want to encourage women to keep writing, and we don't want to just do a one-woman special. I mean, we care about all of our, our podcast listeners.
1: Absolutely. And we've actually got you know, we've got an, a surplus amount of questions.
0: So we might have to do so another we, women's special. Well,
1: I mean, we'll just for them throughout our, our normal sort of yeah, uh, yeah, podcast from here on out. But uh, we, you know, we would really love to hear back from our female listeners about the preference yes. uh, yeah, good. for uh, with or without. Yeah. Um, The fourie. And also, from a male point of view, if you have used to have one and now you don't, what do you prefer? Sure. Um, Yeah. Just any kind of chat about fouries. Uh,
0: Most welcome. We're pretty pretty keen to hear it. Hey, uh, on behalf of Mike and uh, myself, we just want to take the moment to say how much we appreciate you listening to the podcast. And uh, another shout out to Generator, who have kindly allowed us their... uh, their facilities, yes. and hopefully, as you say, Mike, the walls are quite thick. Yeah, uh, because we've been having some interesting discussion. Yeah, uh, this there's afternoon. been some people walking past, sort of uh, looking uh, in. Yeah, yeah, but I think
1: it, uh, they're only looking in because it's a it's a weird setup. I think, uh, other than that, they haven't heard
0: a thing, which is a testament to the quality, uh, the facilities here at uh,
1: Generator bridgemont
0: Absolutely, mate. Well, from Mike and myself, you take care out there. Keep that correspondence coming in until the next time. From Mike and myself, take it easy.